Yo, 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 it's your girl, Cubonicus. And if you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way for you to make a podcast. Listen, let me explain how easy it is. First of all, it's free. Everybody loves something free, right? There's a creation tool within the actual app that allows you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. How dope is that? Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and so many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So listen, all you have to do is download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Can't wait to listen. Cubana Kiss, and welcome back to another episode of the Wu Chow Chronicles podcast. And today I have a guest podcast host, Miss BJ from the Liquor Talk podcast. What's up? How you doing? Good. How you doing? Thank you for finally having me on. I know, right? I feel like the pandemic shut us all the way down, especially me for a little while. Man, I think I think I'm the opposite because I, I that's why I went beast mode because everybody was available during the pandemic. This is true too. This is very true. I think um, so for those who don't know, I actually before I even aired my first episode of Wuchat Chronicles podcast, VJ had me on his podcast um uh, for an episode and we chopped it up and it was really fun. Um, and then right after that, everybody shut down. It was like some people were shut down, but then everybody shut down. Um, shortly after that and so things just change you have to get creative start using zoom start using anchor app and all kinds of stuff to get these interviews in but you're right way more people were were available like way more people yes tell the people a little bit about the liquor talk podcast and what it is and what it represents what's going on everybody the liquor talk podcast is about keeping it real about having real conversations, dope conversations, all while sipping some liquor, you know, spoiler alert, most, some of the episodes we don't actually be drinking, but it's about <laughs> dope conversations with dope people because everybody has a story and everybody wants to talk about it and everybody has their opinions and guess what? The Liquor Talk is the place to have them, you know what I'm saying? So once a week, sometimes twice a week, you know, you won't get that Liquor Talk. Yes, I love it. So speaking of dope conversations and just always having something to say, the recent episode that you just dropped, Men and Relationships, when you had your homies on there and y'all was chopping it up and y'all was spitting some real shit. I mean, some other stuff I wanted to choke a couple of y'all when I was listening. Like, (laughs) But that was like a super dope episode. And what made you tap into that like i'm gonna talk to my boys about relationships it was another podcast i was on um this lady named d marie of the woo child podcast i was a guest on her podcast and we had just chopped it up and when she had said something about how men don't have a platform to speak on i said huh that's good um that's interesting so then i talked um, talk to marco and um don 
who um, I already do a videos with, we do um, insecure reviews on. I talked to them about it. Then I talked to another one of my boys from Tampa, um, Mr. Juggy. He wanted to come on too, so that's how that all came about. And we just chopped up us guys once a month. You sit down, have a guys on the round talk, round table. Yes. So one thing I want to talk about was <laughs> first of all, y'all are hilarious, and I really need y'all to go listen to that episode of the Liquor Talk podcast because it was very insightful. Um, and y'all didn't just talk about relationships. Y'all talked about Trump and y'all talked about, you know, Black Lives Matter. And it was a really good episode. Um, yes, yes. I, re- I appreciate your support. Yeah, absolutely. I loved it. But I think it was Jeggy. It might have been Don. It was talking about some damn Snapchat. And don't be collecting the Snapchat pictures. Of- what the hell is going on with on Snapchat that I don't know about? So I'm in a relationship, so I'm like so far removed from a lot of stuff sometimes. What's going on on Snapchat? Apparently, some people were taking screenshots of snaps that people were sending them. So honestly, I'm seeing I barely get on damn Snapchat too. <laughs> so so when one of them said that, I was like, oh, really? I'm like, that's how y'all get now? I mean, I can understand it, right? Because Snapchat. It lets you know if somebody screenshots anything. But I also know there's ways around that. Like, if you put your phone in airplane mode, they won't know that you screenshotted it or something like that. But, so a lot of the things that I was, um, when I was listening to the episode, and I was like, oh, like, a lot of guys are looking to settle down. Yes, believe it or not, a lot of us guys are, there are some of them that are looking to settle down. It's just, it's not our fault that y'all keep running to the players or keep curving the ones that actually do want to sell down. I mean, I'm mean, running to the players. I want my player. Listen, I'm grown, grown, and I need like I am so grateful for the person that I'm with now because I was able to back away from the fuck boys. Um, I don't know who it was on the on the episode. <laughs> on the episode. I was like, I'm a fuck boy. It's just what it is. But you know, yeah, I women. Think <laughs> I think it was, so. <laughs> it was a hot ass mess. But as women, we appreciate the honesty, and I don't think men understand how much we do appreciate that. Though, like a lot of the times, we get roped into the player because he ain't tell us. Like I ain't really looking to date. I'm just really looking to fuck. That's just what it is. You know, we don't always get that. And why do you think, as a man, men don't feel comfortable enough to tell us that up front? Because some men don't want to get that straight up rejection. Because some men are just like, you know what? If I tell her this, then she ain't gonna want to deal with me. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. that's why some men are like that. They're like, oh, if let me just so let me just feed her the bullshit to get what I want. Yeah, I think that's I I, I can see that. I can see the rejection being hard, but like, I just feel like at this point of age, right? Like a majority of us in our in the millennials in our millennial generation, we grown grown like. We're yeah. 30s and, you know, we got kids and shit. Yeah. Tell me what it is. If you just want to fuck, tell me that so I can know where to put my head mentally. Because when you tell me, like, I really want to get to know you and I think you dope and you feed me all this bullshit, afterwards, I'm going to want to kill you. Like, it's just what it is because, like, you've wasted my time now. Like, and you might owe me Man. some hoes. Like, I just don't know. It might be that way, but... I, I can hear the shot town coming out of you. <laughs> <laughs> She said, I want to kill you or something. I want to kill you. Like, 
Because just like how, I don't know if you saw the meme, but it'd be like, you know, if I stop fucking with you and then it don't work out or whatever, and I didn't drop all my hoes, somebody owe me some hoes. And I just feel like that would be me in that situation. Like, wait, you told me you want to get to know me and like we was doing this thing and then like, okay, I'll let you hit, you disappear, whatever the case is. I'm going to kill you because now I didn't drop a couple hoes. I didn't have to drop. You could have just told me what it was from drunk and we could have just That's true. figured it out from there. That's true. Now, there are some, I will say there are some women that they, they play that game too, you know what I'm saying? Because some men, they be ready to risk it all, drop it off for this one, the one that's going to make them act right. But then she decides to show her ass, you know what I'm saying? So it's like... That's true. I guess it don't really be mattering. Either way it go. So in, in both sexes. Both sexes got its flaws. And we just both yeah. need to be more honest with our intentions. I think that as I've gotten older... I've always been 100. Like, hey, I'm dating somebody, but I don't know if it's serious, so we can mess around. But if they get serious, like, I'm done. Or whatever. Like, I just feel like I've always just kind of been that girl. And I noticed that guys kind of be looking crazy when they found out she was that. Like, oh, okay, she don't really want... No, I don't want to date. We don't have to go out. I don't want to do none of that. Like, <laughs> we good. Like, why does that throw y'all off? Because it's a rare sight. Because some of the men, <clears throat> I guess men be running to a lot of women that just want to date, you know what I'm saying? They want the ones that want to be taken out. They want the relationship goes. They want all the crap you see on Instagram, basically. Mm-hmm. I guess that's what a lot of guys be running into. And when they run into a woman that's just straight up and straight to the point, look, I just want this, I want this. And it kind of throws them off because it's, it's, it's difference, you know? Yeah. So... Recently, um, Eric Benet, well, first of all, I think this is a fake news situation, like a fake article or whatever, but it's cool because I thought it was like a good topic. So the title read, singer Eric Benet sparked a heated debate claiming men should be on birth control instead of women, says science created the pill for the wrong gender. What you think about all of that? I think he's tripping, but anyway, because, <laughs> because I feel like our birth control is wearing a condom, you know what I'm saying? Because, yeah. Yeah, I'm like, what happened to that artist? Like, I know it's good raw, but you got to ask yourself, can you uh, can you have a family with this woman, you know what I'm saying? Do you see yourself having a family with this woman, you know? Because mm-hmm. that's the risk you take when you go raw, you know? So, and a lot of dudes, they just think they just want that pleasure and enjoyment. They're not thinking about down the line, so it's like... The birth control for fellas is going to the gas station and getting that condom and calling it a day. Mm-hmm. Now, Instead no. of paying like a hundred some dollars for a pill. Well, because that's what we're doing over here trying to be safe. Um, I think it's easier said than done with women like, oh, just get on birth control or just do this and do that or whatever. Birth control has such like a, a negative effect on a lot of women, weight gain. Yeah, I heard there's a lot of side, side effects that yes. some gain weight and stuff. Yeah, it's, it's horrible. And, like, you hear a lot in the in the media, in the news, like, oh, why she just wasn't on birth control? Or, you know, why this or why that? Or she let him get her pregnant or the type of shit. And it's very frustrating as a woman because it's like, you think we want kids by a nigga that don't want to be around? Like, we don't want that neither. <laughs> so, you know, it's like, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't think Eric Benet said this. I'll start there. It did not come from a reputable source. But I don't know. I would be okay with not having to be on birth control and letting that man take care of that whole situation. 
Because like you said, another thing about the condom situation is like, yeah, everybody want to hit it raw. Like, oh, no, I don't want to wear this condom, this rubber, you know, whatever. It feels better without it. And I think the only thing we can, we think about as we get older for some reason is the baby. We don't think about the chlamydia, the gonorrhea, the HIV, or anything else that can come with it. Like, we don't think about all of that, the herpes. Like, you can get some stuff you can't get back to get the baby. It's other shit that goes into that. I'm not sure yeah. why. Yes, I don't seem to give a fuck about that, though. So. I mean, some of us do, you know what I'm saying? It's mm-hmm. like, so that's why, I'm, that's why a rare of us will wear the damn condom because we ain't trying to catch nothing, you know? <laughs> I ain't trying to catch nothing. I'd be like, um, get away from me. It's a gas station on the corner. Like, I'm not sure what you're going to do, but you can't touch me without it. Um, So with dating and quarantine, how do you think the guys are dealing with that? I know in the news recently here in Chicago, they were saying that like our generation of people, the millennials and the, what is it, Gen X or right, you know, right underneath us, we weren't necessarily going with the um, the mandate of quarantining at home by ourselves. We was like, I'm going to get me some, like I got to leave. So how do you feel about that? Like, should we be trying to date during quarantine or should we just be trying not to catch COVID? Well, we well from my perspective, I live in a state that doesn't give a damn about the quarantine. That's right, you're in Florida. Yeah, because Florida just opened everything back up. I'm just at this point, get it how you live, you know what I'm saying? And even when things were shut down, we were still making shit happen and just pull up and stuff. And and sometimes that'll show with the real life person. I just pull up. Sometimes you might cook for them, or sometimes you might just order out. So you know what I'm saying? There's things around it, you know what I'm saying? You can't let. COVID stop you from going out. And it's just mm-hmm. like, and I saw a lot of people doing that. I'm like, how are you just going to let COVID stop you? You know what I'm saying? You can't let something stop you. If you want it bad enough, you're going to make it happen. That's facts. I feel like COVID stopped a lot of shit. Like, I ain't going to even front. Like, I'm in a relationship. And we were scared. Like, you stay where you at, I'm going to stay where I'm at. Like, we good. Like, we didn't really understand, like, the death of COVID, right? Like, we know it's a respiratory infection, but it's like deeper than that. And then we had people close to us getting it. And we were like, what? We don't know what this is. Like, what is going on? Like, mm-hmm. so for us, I know we were scared. So I couldn't imagine being single and being somebody told me something, well, you could still come out. Come out where? Come outside. <laughs> they said I can breathe it in. I'm good. <laughs> like, look. All, listen, all, all thing I don't think I'll tell you, look, you just tell me, look, I just ride with you, you know what I'm saying? Just, hey, you say you ain't got it, good, you know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> I feel like if you had it, you'd, you'd stay your ass home. That's how, Yeah, that's, how that's true, too. But then they were saying that a lot of people didn't show symptoms. Oh, yeah. So they, that was the thing that confused me, right? Because it was like, oh, I want to get tested, I want to get tested, I want to get tested. But they weren't testing you if you didn't show any of the symptoms of COVID. But then they, in the same breath, they said some people not showing symptoms at all and they're carriers of it. And so it's just kind of like... Uh, it, it, it kind of felt like they just make your shit up as they go because they don't right? have all the answers. That's kind of how right? it felt like. I really felt the same way. Like, oh, the new symptom is you lose your sense of smell and taste. And I'm like, where did symptom come from? Did the Chinese get that symptom too? Because where did that symptom come from? And then it was just like, oh, you can't breathe, you can't this. And I just remember, so here in Chicago, we had um, All-Star. The All-Star weekend was yeah. It was lit in the city. I loved every minute of it. But shortly after, I was sick. 
Like, Man. I was sick, like, cold, fever, whole nine yards. Doctor said it wasn't the flu, but it didn't appear to be a respiratory infection either. But I was sick, and I was, like, off work sick. Like, stay out of my room, leave me alone. And so... Then I ended up getting my boyfriend sick, and I felt so bad because I was like, well, how the hell did I get him sick? And he was nowhere near as sick as I was, but he's still, you know, like, oh, I can't breathe. I can't fix. I can't that. I couldn't imagine, like, if I would have known. I, I never got tested for antibodies or anything like that, so I have no idea if I was, you know, if I had that or whatever it was. But... I, I was scared. Like, when stuff started coming out, I'm like, oh, Lord, did I get that man COVID? <laughs> what happened here? So I couldn't imagine, like, trying to still live my life and still dating in this situation. Like, I'm yeah. still kind of fake. <laughs> fake scared. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I feel you. I feel you. But, so let's talk about the Liquor Talk podcast and what made you start it and where do you plan on taking it? Well, what made me start it is you gotta take it way back to my college days when I was okay. at, my when I was at my last year at FAMU and I was just I just was sitting up playing my um um 2K on my uh, Xbox at the time. I was sipping on some liquor and I always just had some random ass thoughts. And then it turned into Snapchat videos, and then from there from Snapchat videos it turned to a podcast. I was like, oh, People are, because I played maybe one or two podcasts. I think I played Joe Budden podcast. I play. I was scrolling through some other podcasts as well. I think I, I forget the name of a local podcast I was playing. I was like, oh, anybody can do this. So <laughs> I said, Let me use my my communications degree from FAMU to something, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. To show I'm doing something with it. So that's how I started Look and Talk. And um, I had one co-host. She took me on for a year. And then then they expanded, and then, then the one thing I learned about the podcast community, if you ask, it shall receive, and that's when it's like the floodgates busted open. Once I figured out how to work Anchor, oh, yeah. it, was, it was just off and running. And now it's like, and I get interested to have people come on, tell me their stories, tell me how they got started, um, talk about different topics from their podcast, kind of how we're doing now. It's like now... It feels weird being on the other side, because hey, <laughs> I got used to it. But hey, I'm I'm with it though. You know what I'm saying? So, and yeah. honestly, where I want to take it is, I just I wanted to be. I want this to be the reason I go. I walk away from two jobs. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I want this to be the reason. Um, I'm a late night television. I'm a syndicated talk show host or something like that. I also want to take it on the road, do shows on the road with people. So that way, we're not doing this via Zoom calls. We doing this in person. You know what I'm saying? Because it's always a different kind of vibe when you're in person compared to when you just in Zoom calls in two different cities. So it's just, I want, I want to take this as far as I can take it. You know what I'm saying? The sky's the limit, look. And I just told myself anything happening because I remember this one chick, she told me, look who the fuck is in office right now. That's a sign anything can happen. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So if he didn't he, teach us nothing else, yeah. He taught us, apply for that job even if you don't qualify, because you might get that shit. That's what he taught us. <laughs> yes, yes, because there might be some dumbasses that are dumb enough to put you in there. Put you in there. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks. So, with um with Liquor Talk, you recently, and I will say recently, was it been a couple months, you hit your 100th episode. Yes, and you were episode 98. I said, oh, shout out to Kiva. You were too late <laughs> from it. 
it was you right there, there. It was Marco at 99. And then for 100, I, I reconciled my old co-host. And they came back. And also, and I learned the hard way that you don't drop two banger episodes on the same night. Because shout out to the Naturally Unbothered podcast. Because those people, they stole the thunder of episode 100. Because episode 101 was the episode with them. And it was craziness. So. <laughs> but yeah. when I... But hitting episode 100, it was like, damn, you've been very consistent at this. You've been on it because I was reading somewhere. Most podcasts on Apple Podcasts don't make past seven episodes. And here you are at, at 100. So you've been going hard, going at it. Um, we actually ran into each other, not ran into each other, but ran into each other virtually via Facebook in the mm-hmm. podcast groups. And yes, that's just. I love the podcast community and what it represents, especially as far as the black podcaster goes. Because I, mm-hmm. I met you via Facebook, but I met Marco via Instagram, which was completely different and completely different space. And um, just the support that you get from other black, black podcasters and how they represent you and how they share your episodes and how they tune in and they leave reviews and they just support all of everything that you got going on. I love it. Like, I didn't know that the Black Podcaster community went so deep, but it does. And once you meet one, you meet them all. It's like, oh, let me introduce you to this person and that person. Let me put you in contact with this. And I just think that's so dope. Yes, it is. It was so dope. It's like, I'm like, why the hell? I was like, why the hell didn't I find out about this around episode one, two, back when we were just figuring this out, you know what I'm saying? Back when we were just sitting there talking about bull just sitting there bullshitting and just talking about the usual topics it's just us and not really getting guests on why the hell didn't i find this out because they will put me on game i'm like god damn (laughs) clean put you on be like why you didn't do this why you didn't do that you'd be like well i didn't know to do that i didn't know that i needed to do this this and that too like thank you for telling me i know moving forward that's what i need to do Yes, yes. And some of them, they be give you some good critiques, too. They said, hey, I said, damn, thank you, thank you. It's like, mm-hmm. and it's always the unexpected ones to say, hey, you got a great show, keep going, you know what I'm saying? And I'm happy to be on. And I didn't realize how fast you say, hey, I want these guests, and everybody want to volunteer. I, I recently shared a post, and I was like, hey, I'm opening up the calendar, and I need podcasts, um, I need guests, and... I mean, I am now booked through December. Like, I was like, oh my God. Like, I didn't even know what was going on. And it was just a great feeling in general to just like know that it's people out there that that want to be heard as well and want to be seen and, but also just want to support you in everything that you're doing. Mm -hmm. So that's definitely like a dope feeling. Yes, very dope feeling. Also, you get a whole bunch of other people like you got authors, you got people write book authors you got business owners you got rappers trying to come on it's like you you tell people you got a podcast they all want to come on facts facts they be like oh your podcast is about this i want to be on the guest because i got something to say about that that and this too so it's like i love it i love everything about it i love love it too (laughs) yes so bj before you leave if you could give advice to any new podcaster starting out, because you've been in the game for a hundred and some episodes now, what would you tell them? My advice would be to get started. The longer you wait, the lo- the more it's going to weigh on you. Just get started and 
just get started, basically. Because sometimes we all do that. We all sit around like, I'm going to start it. We all procrastinate. No, go ahead and get started. You're going to mess up, and you're going to learn with each episode. And each episode, you're going to get better. You know what I'm saying? You just keep going. And also, do not be afraid to reach out to people, especially if you're Black. You know what I'm saying? Because the Black podcasters, we all got you. You know what I'm saying? I, I learned that. Um, Kibana learned that. So, babes, that's about it. Thanks. So... Tell the people how they can keep up with you and the Look of Talk podcast, where they can find it, and how they can find you. All right, you can find me personally it's, um Twitter and Instagram is Real V Jones if you want the man. And also, also be trying to re- different restaurants since shit in Florida is open now. So <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going to trust it. I haven't. I'm riding with it. Um, if you want the podcast, is Look of Talk podcast on um, Apple Podcasts. Google Podcast, Spotify, iHeartRadio, now recently Amazon. And also, yes! yes. And see, Amazon pissed me off. They didn't even tell me it was on. I'm like, I had to search Amazon. And I was like, oh, it's there. Y'all yeah. Amazon and Pandora don't like to be telling you that, hey, your podcast is on. I found out mine was on Pandora by accident. I was like, I'm on Pandora. <laughs> like, yes. yes that's exactly how I, that's how I found out. Because I just, I'm like, damn, you could have given me the heads up so I can put the links on my web page and stuff. So, But if you want the Instagram for the podcast, it's Look and Talk Podcast, you know what I'm saying? We always dropping show clips. We always showing love to other shows on there, you know what I'm saying? So that's okay. how you find it. So if you are listening to this on your favorite podcast app, just click the description box and you'll get all the information you need on the Look of Talk podcast. If you're watching this on YouTube, just look down below so you can click the link so you can catch up with the real B. Jones and the Look of Talk podcast. So y'all stay tuned. We'll be right back. After a long, busy, tiring workday, there's nothing more important to me than taking a long, hot bath. Accompanied with my Green Garden Source vegan, handmade, natural, skincare and energy care product. One of my favorites actually to have in my bath with my bubbles is my pink coconut bath bomb by Green Garden Source. I just love how it makes my bathroom smell and feel like an island oasis. It makes me really feel like I'm on vacation. I love it. But then when I get out, there is nothing like lathering up with this bomb pineapple shea butter. This shea butter smells so good. Want to feel like you're in an island oasis? Go ahead and check out Green Garden Source on Instagram or on Facebook. You can also get their products at Etsy.com. Just search Green Garden Source. And then once you hit submit your purchase, make sure you tell them Cubana sent you. What's up, y'all? And it's time for that segment, What's in the Cubana Kiss Mug, okay? So today in my mug is my simple and easy go-to, my Crown Royal Apple. I love the Crown Apple flavor, it's smooth. It gives me just the perfect amount of sweetness, but still gives me that kick of the cognac, and I love it. So, I already know what to do. Make sure you tell me below what liquor you think I should try and have in my Cubonicus mug. I yo shout out to the real V Jones or as we call him VJ from the Look of Talk podcast. Thank you for coming through. Always having fun with you on the podcast. But y'all already know what time it is. 
it's time for hot topics okay so let's just jump right into it because this week <laughs> been busy so first off let's say congratulations to Nicki minaj and her husband mr petty um they um it's being reported that they have given birth to their child um nothing has been confirmed nor denied by nikki but people in their camp saying they had that baby so congratulations on that um so it just is what it is so that is uh, coming from tmz that kenneth petty was by her side the entire time um so yeah we do not know the name or the sex of this baby but they saying that the baby hit chest so Congratulations on sleepless nights. Um, so I do want to offer my condolences to John Legend and Chrissy Teigen on um, on losing their baby boy Jack. Um, Chrissy, Te Chrissy Teigen was admitted into the hospital when they could not control the bleeding that she was experiencing, and the, they just not they could not get the bleeding to stop. And unfortunately, Miss Tegan um, miscarried, and she, sh you know, she shared that via Instagram, which I thought was um, very brave. Um, so I do want to offer my condolences to them during this tough time. We all praying for you. Losing a child is not easy. Um, so our condolences to them. Now, in other news. Child, we got a lot of stuff going on, so I'm gonna say the good juicy stuff to the end, okay? So, Drake gets on social media and says that he dated Scissor for a little bit. Are we gonna ever acknowledge that, like, Drake and Common are like the industry hosts? Like, they date everybody. Like, I don't understand. I'll, I'll be kind of good. So, so. Drake is on the 21 Savage project, the new project or whatever. And um, apparently in that song, Mr. Right Now, Drizzy says that he and SZA used to have a thing back in the day. This is what it says. He says, because I can't play it. You know, they assume me if I play it. Yeah, she said, yeah. Said she wanna fuck to some scissor weight cause I used to date scissor back in 08. So shortly after he, you know, after this came out, she unfollowed him. Like scissor like the fuck. Now, we don't know if this true or not, because we know Drake controls some people, but what y'all think? Tell me if y'all think Drake telling the truth. Did him and Scissor used to date? <laughs> Listen to your deal. So Speaking of dating, child, speaking of dating, Megan Thee Stallion and the Tory Lanez situation, that's what we're going to call it. The situation has been in the news for almost a month now. Um, did Tory shoot Megan? Did Tory shoot Megan? Oh, Lord. Tory comes out with this damn album, child. And pretty much throughout the whole album, he is talking about how he did not shoot Megan, how her story don't add up. Um, he also says in there, though, how he can't talk about an open case. But you talking about this open case on this album? Um, with that being said, though, a lot of people came out like, I knew Megan was lying. Like, she's not lying, bro. She got shot in the foot. Like, 
I don't understand y'all. She, they didn't release medical records. They, like, she didn't get, why does it seem that anytime a black woman says somebody did something to her, like, y'all need all of this proof. What y'all needed to see her get shot on live for y'all to believe it. And even then, I feel like y'all would have been like, it's Photoshop. But <laughs> I digress. I think that the album that Tory Lanez released was low-key kind of fucking dope. Okay, I'm not, I'm not gonna, not gonna go there. But it definitely was dope. But I do think it was an ill taste to kind of like call her out or try, try to call her out or try to say he didn't shoot her. And then there's other portions of the album where he like, it's just messy. Like I used to mess with you and your best friend and whoever the other um, girl was. And I was flirting with Kyle. Like he was spitting. Y'all need to listen to this album, okay? So y'all get the tea because he was spilling it, okay? So, I don't know how I feel about Tori as a person, but I'm not canceling him. And I know a lot of people want us to cancel Tori, but I'm not canceling Tori. I also didn't cancel Chris Brown. Um, you know, we didn't cancel Al Green back in the day. What the fuck? I ain't canceling. I like their music. It just is what it is. Like, unfortunately, I can like both and I like the person. Except for if they have to do something with kids. Because if you got to do something with kids, I cut you off. But that's a whole other story. Now. Talking about a whole nother story, child. Tiger has an OnlyFans, right? And so it's just like, whatever, right? Everybody has an OnlyFans at this point. Well, apparently he dropped his news on that OnlyFans, child. And, um, baby, I heard, um, it was a cock-a-doodle-doo show. On the OnlyFans with Tiger, so I ain't seen it because I don't have no OnlyFans, but I don't know how I want to feel about it. It's on some, <laughs> they gathering their thoughts. You got people going crazy. I'm, I'm gonna need somebody to send it to me because who child, the way y'all acting, y'all making this thing like he's slang a line <laughs> Is he? <laughs> anyway, so that's that on Tiger. Um, and his OnlyFans, you know, other people are on OnlyFans as well. Um, Safari's on OnlyFans. Um, Ryan from Black Ink Crew is on OnlyFans. You know, just to name a couple lookers. If y'all want to, but I don't have one, so I can't, I don't even know. And I just don't want to pay to see anybody's generals, but whatever. You know, it just is what it is. So, um... In other news, child, it is being reported that Bryson Tiller has released his third studio album. Um, I've been waiting on some new Bryson Tiller. I can't even front. I fools with him the long way. Okay. So, um, so yeah. So, that's what's going on with that. He, um, during an interview, he recently opened up about his previous album, Trap Soul, which Received mixed reviews. It was um two years. It was two years after Trap Soul came out, and I was going through a lot of shit, like legal stuff and personal stuff. I didn't really want to create an album at that time. That's what he told Billboard. Um, you know, he went on and on and on about you know what's going on with him and everything like that. And then he went on to Twitter to say, I wanted to dedicate this album to my granny. I love you, and I promise I'll take care of everything you left behind. Um, just so you know, you know he lost his granny, and I'm not sure how many other folks, how many other folks, are like how I am with my granny. 
But granny is the heart and soul. When you lose granny, you gotta keep them promises. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so that's that on Bryson Tiller. Um, Bryson Tiller also apparently, supposedly, but I don't really know, an upcoming collab, not an album, upcoming collab called Out of Time with Drake. So I feel like Drake is also that person that like, you know, he cool people. He kind of be on everybody's song or whatever. So are y'all here for a Bryson and Drake collab? Hmm. So... Let's see what it is. Supposedly on the anniversary album. I haven't heard the album yet. I'm going to have to listen to it. I'm going to let y'all know next week if I was fooling with Out of Time. Okay? Because we'll see what's going on with Bryson and Drake. Hoochow. Let's just go ahead and get into the politics. If you didn't watch the debate, you ain't have to because social media took it and ran with it. Okay? So, the, depress the presidential debate between uh, President Trump and former Vice, Vice President Biden was one for the books. One is being reported that Donald Trump interrupted Joe Biden about 70 times. 70 times. Do you understand? 70 times. Do you understand how frustrated I'd be if somebody kept interrupting me when I was talking? I'm trying to get my point across. Like, oh, Jesus. I would just go crazy. But then on top of that was a lot of name calling. Um, you know, Biden called him a clown. He told him to shut up. He told him he was stupid. He told him he was the worst president in the world. Like, he's the worst president we've ever had. Like, he went in. Um, as in Donald Trump, however, went in. He talked about Biden's son. He talked about how much he wears a mask. All of these things. He got a few clips of it, child. The fact is that everything he's saying so far is simply a lie. I'm not here to call out his lies. Everybody knows he's a liar. But you I just agree. want to make sure. Tell you're the liar. I, 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 I want to make sure. You graduated last in your class, I, not first in your I, class. I, I want to make Mr. sure. Mr. President, can you let him finish, sir? No, he doesn't know how yeah. to do that. He has because, because they did a good because job. Some people don't well, do a good here's job. The, with you, go ahead. You get the, the wait a minute. You get the final word, Mr. Well, it's hard to get any word in with this clown. The you question is, the question Supreme is, the radical question, left. Will you shut who is up, your, man? Listen, who is on your list, Joe? This Who's is on your so list? Right. Gentlemen, this is, I think this we've is ended so this. unprecedented. The court. We have end, oh, no, no. Not give a list. We have ended this segment. We're going to move on to the second segment. That was really a pr productive segment, wasn't it? <laughs> Keep yapping, man. The people understand, Joe. Woo. You, listen, okay, this, this. Presidential election has already been interesting. I feel like it's been long as fuck. I feel like we've been trying to figure out who we gonna vote for, vote for for about two years now. But then on top of that, now we got these two old white men arguing and bitter. And I feel like I watched a nursing home fight. Like I don't really know what the fuck. But that's that was the presidential debate all kind of wrapped up, summed up in a whole. Put a bow on it, whatever. But speaking of President Trump and his foolishness and how he said in this clip. To Joe Biden, you just always got on a mask. You can be 20 feet away, you got on a mask. This is what he said. Trump, you have country. begun to increasingly question the effectiveness of masks as a disease preventer. And in fact, recently you have cited the, the issue of, of waiters touching their masks and touching plates. Are you questioning the, no, I think the, the masks efficacy are okay. of, of You have masks? to understand, if you look, I mean, I have a mask right here. I put a mask on, you know, when I think I need it. 
tonight, as an example, everybody's had a test and you've had social distancing and all of the things that you have to. But I Just wear like masks when needed. When needed, I wear masks. Okay, let me ask. I don't have. To, I don't wear masks like him. Every time you see him, he's got a mask. He could be speaking 200 feet away from it. He shows up with the biggest mask I've ever seen. <laughs> I be damned if the leader of the free world, Donald Trump, and his wife, or go dig or whatever you want to call it, um, has tested positive for coronavirus. I think this, though this is not hilarious, this shit is fun tea. Okay? First of all, let's just talk about the irony of it all. You just made fun of, of Biden for always wearing a mask and always being social distancing and all of this other stuff. You downplayed you downplayed the um, virus to the world just to get later caught saying that it was very serious and that you just only say those things to keep people calm. You got people in your camp catching it. Now you're catching it and you won't even follow the CDC guidelines. This is just bananas. Now, the conspiracy theorist in me won't let it go that what if he faking? What if Donald Trump is once again lying? What if he lying? What, what if fam don't even have COVID for real? What if this is just a ploy to take off the fact that he would not denounce, um, he would not denounce racist, racist groups? He told the Proud Boys to stand by. Not that what you're doing is wrong and we should not have racism here and blah, blah, blah. He didn't say none of that. Told they ass to stand by. What if this is a ploy to distract us from what really happened during that debate? What if this is a ploy to make all of us feel like we have to take this vaccine after he takes it? Because that's what's going to happen. He's going to take the vaccine and then it's going to kind of be like, oh, look, the president was cured in three days and not 14 and all of this stuff. This is the whatever. This is the cure. This is why everyone should get the vaccine. Like, what if all of that go down? Like, if you go down like this, y'all better mark this episode. Cubana told you first. Okay? Cubana told you first. And then, I'm just trying to figure out how the hell Melania got it. Or how the hell you say her name? She don't even like him. Like, it's obvious that she don't like him. She do not like him. But, listen. I don't know. Y'all tell me what y'all think. Do they got Is it true? What you think? You think it's true? I don't think his ego allow him to, um... I don't think his ego will allow him to lie about it, but I do feel like he lies. So, we just gonna see what happens. But listen, thank y'all so much for tuning in to the Woo Child Chronicles podcast. If you are listening to this on your favorite podcast source, make sure you rate and review this show, okay? And then if you listen to this on YouTube, don't forget to hit subscribe and like. Comment below too. Make sure you follow me on all social media at Cubana Kids on Earthing. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat. Okay, I'm there. I'll be waiting on you. So until then, y'all, TTYL. Mwah.